right, hey everyone, welcome to the Confetti Gore podcast. This is going to be episode two, and today we wanted to talk a little bit about Skinwalker Ranch because we watched a documentary on Skinwalker Ranch that's on Hulu, I think. It's Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was called The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. And there's only season one on Hulu, so we haven't seen season two yet. Did you know anything about Skinwalker Ranch before we watched that series? Not, re- not really, because I think that was a documentary. Uh, the one we tried to watch like a while back, and it was like super boring, and nothing really happened in it. Oh, I can't remember. Was that on Netflix? I don't remember. It might have so, been on Hulu as well. So, one of those like way more fun to watch. So I guess, um, so when I was younger, like much younger, I knew about Skinwalker Ranch, um, basically just because I was around people who were interested in those types of, I don't know, conspiracy theories or like weird things. So I knew a little bit about Skinwalker Ranch and yeah, in the past, you and I had tried to watch a documentary about, like, skinwalkers or something, but it wasn't a very well-done documentary because, I mean, it wasn't necessarily bad. It's just I like to watch documentaries like we were kind of watching last night, um, documentaries that are, if it's, you know, if it's about, like, a cryptid or some weird happening, I like the documentaries that are well done and actually talk about you know scientifically this is what could have happened or you know not just like grasping at straws the entire time just like oh back in my day i heard this story that happened and i i saw it like no like <laughs> i like when there's like some kind of history around it um so with the documentary okay so what i knew about skinwalker ranch like just what i had heard when i was younger is that there was this place called skinwalker ranch and that supposedly native americans had cursed the land somehow and i didn't know why that would be and then i knew barely nothing about like what a skinwalker was i just knew it was someone who could i guess shapeshift type of thing and so i knew that i still don't quite understand the whole thing because i feel like on youtube i've heard like different descriptions and then what they said in this show yeah there there seems there seems to be a little bit of confusion over what the skinwalker is and so Basically, I knew a little bit about, like... I just think of the Wendigo when I think of skinwalkers. Yeah, and so even then, I don't know exactly what a Wendigo is either. So I'm not even going to talk about a Wendigo. Like, I I totally don't even know. But, uh, so I knew about that, that they... I Okay, I'll explain what the documentary said later. But I... I knew that there were supposedly skinwalkers appearing on this ranch, and then I knew that there had been tons of horrible cattle mutilations on the ranch. 
and I knew that people, some people were claiming that there were UFOs being seen flying or hovering above, and some people were claiming that there was some type of unknown entity, whether you want to call that an alien or what have you, they were appearing on the ranch and harassing the people that lived there. That's all that I knew. So when we watched this documentary, apparently a family had lived on Skinwalker Ranch, a wife, husband, and I can't remember if he had kids. Yeah, he had kids. He had kids. I can't remember how many kids. I can't remember the name of the family. I just, I can't remember it right now. Bigelow family? Or no, that's, that's the guy. The Shermans? I, it's probably the Shermans. It's probably the Sherman family. And so they owned it. And this documentary didn't, this documentary didn't really touch upon what the Shermans ever actually saw. Other than they experienced a ton of cattle mutilations while they lived there. And they experienced weird happenings. That's all this documentary would say about the Sherman family. And then they said how Robert Bigelow bought the ranch afterwards. After the, the, he bought it from the family, right? And he started his own like aerospace type of company. But he did like a bunch of research and tests at the Skinwalker Ranch. And they're supposedly... Okay, according to the documentary, they made it seem like they're not public knowledge like whatever research robert biglow and his team did there it's not just like out in the open supposedly but i'm sure there's probably like a little bit right but this is what the documentary was saying and then robert biglow ended up selling the ranch to this was he a billionaire brandon brandon something and so that so this brandon guy just has like all this money because of his background and whatever he does for a living and he just had a lot of money and he bought skinwalker ranch huh brandon Fugle. okay Fugle. i don't know i'm Producer. really bad with names it's fine so this documentary oh okay he's he's done stuff on ancient aliens too <laughs> okay cool cool so it yeah it seems like this guy is just like He's got a lot of money, and he's interested in finding out what is going on at these mysterious places. So he ends up in possession of Skinwalker Ranch. I guess he buys it from Robert Bigelow or something like that. And he hires this team of people that he, like, chooses. And they pretty much... It seems to me like the documentary, obviously... They know that they're on film the whole time, but it seems like some of them, like, they are live reactions as they're going around and doing this research. And so they, you know, the Brandon guy wants to know what's up with this ranch and why people are getting hurt. And one of the guys in the documentary uh, was digging one day because they wanted to take some samples and he was digging one day. And it caused their, they, okay, it's, they don't know if it's linked. That's why none of this makes any sense. No one can put the pieces together. 
it, at least in season one, because we haven't seen season two yet. But no one can put the pieces together to find out what is really going on here. But this guy was digging and it started making his like skull separate from his skin and like tissue. So he went to the hospital. So basically where we come in on the documentary is that has happened and they've tried to do some past research. But the documentary kind of starts where Brandon hires this astrophysicist um, who I think has worked with NASA and I don't remember his name, but they hire him on Travis Taylor. Travis Taylor. Okay. He's also done stuff on Ancient Aliens. Okay. I I don't care about the Ancient (laughs) Aliens nonsense right now. Like, okay. He got bored with Ancient Aliens and he's on Skinwalkers. Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) Or something. Radiation. (laughs) Regardless of whatever theories or conspiracy theories, I don't know. Like, regardless of all that, what this documentary shows is that they do start doing scientific research and experiments with like machines and equipment to uh, what weather balloons yeah so they yeah they use a weather balloon they bring tons of equipment out here basically what happens is they do they run all these tests and they can figure out so one of the, one of the first things they figure out is that there is some type of well, wait. They get out some night vision goggles and they start looking at Skinwalker Ridge, which is this like ridge that runs along this kind of like dish-shaped land that they're in. There's like a ridge. They get out some night vision goggles and at night they see that the ridge is glowing for some reason. Now, what do you think about that? I don't know if I saw that part. Okay. So, they determine that this ridge is, like, glowing. And I'm sitting here, like, that has to be, like, some type of energy force. Whether it's, like, radiation or what. Because this whole time, I'm thinking it's radiation. Because what else is going to cause that? Like, scientifically. I don't know. They don't really ever figure out what that is, but they're just like, oh, yeah, the, something's causing that. And then they also see like a light beam start like flashing, like not flashing, but just like strobing, I guess, or pulsating across the ridge. And they're like, we don't even know what this is. None of this is making sense. And then they all get freaked out that night because the guy whose like skin separates from his skull in the past from digging. They think digging. His head starts hurting that night that they're looking at, like, the energy on this ridge and they're like, all right, we're just done for tonight. And that's, so that's one of the, the experiments that they do. Um, so apparently, in the past, the family that owned it before Robert Bigelow bought it, the Shermans, I think you were saying, so what I heard from another like YouTuber talking about it, I didn't research a lot into it yet. I don't know if I will. Maybe I will before season two, but I just mainly wanted to talk about the documentary. But the documentary just kind of made it very elusive what the family was 
seeing and what they reported. And I don't know if that's because they didn't want this documentary to be like, you know, a big conspiracy theory documentary. I Because they really were doing like science experiments out there to try and yeah, get to the I'm bottom of this. Trying to think of stuff to like actually get some kind of like results off of. Yeah, they wanted to figure out if they could answer some of these weird happenings. So I'm assuming they just, you know, didn't really want to mention, you know. But but okay, so the Sherman family, apparently when they bought the property, the doors had just deadbolts all over them. And they were like, well, what's up with this? And they're like, oh, well, things come out here at night. And they're like, okay. And weird things start happening, like, I guess the wife goes to put groceries away after she gets home, and she puts away all the groceries, but then she goes back to the kitchen, and they're not put away, and she's just confused, doesn't know what's going on. Um, apparently, one night, or I don't know if it was nighttime, but they see this, one time they're all outside, and they just get this sense of calm. For, for some reason, and this giant wolf-like creature. Now, it's very interesting that they're always saying wolf-like creature because all of, the, like, all of these accounts, they're not sure if what they're seeing is a wolf. And that's, that's strange. But they saw this like huge, huge wolf, and it came up to them, and it let them pet it, and they pet it for some reason because they were just super calm. And so they decide to pet it, and then... They're, like, getting this sense of, well, it's not going to hurt us, so we'll pet it. I don't know why. I, I have no idea. It's very weird. It's almost like, is there, like, some weird conscious consciousness, like, mind control going on here? I don't know. But so then the wolf walks away and sees one of their cows with its head stuck stuck out the fence to eat some grass. And all of a sudden, the wolf just goes up to the cow and just munches its whole head in like his nose or whole head or something in its mouth and they're like well all of a sudden they just start shooting it and it doesn't phase it and someone like gets an axe and is like hitting it and it doesn't phase it and then it finally gives up and leaves and they're all confused after that and they don't they don't know why they were so calm at first and then it was just eating their cow they have no idea but what's really interesting is you know they start having like I, and I don't remember the timeline of events, but apparently these something something is getting their cows and mutilating them, and it's very odd because whatever is mutilating them is very precise mutilations, like there's surgical cuts as if they're being experimented on. I don't understand. It's very confusing, and the the dad is sick of this. He's like, I gotta protect my cows. And so apparently he sits outside at night and one night sees this like light orb show up on his property and he sees a shadow figure crawl out of it and he doesn't know what's up with that. One night uh, this giant blue orb starts coming around and the family doesn't like it when the blue orb comes around because it gives them this like overwhelming feeling of anxiety and it's just terrifying when it comes around and then it leaves and then um one night there's an orb out there and his three dogs go barking after it and then he hears his dogs yelping 
and he decides he ain't gonna stick around and he's like great i'm gonna go back inside this is a bad time and the next morning when he goes out there he's searching for his dogs and he finally finds these three piles of ashes on the ground as if something was on fire there like the night before like there were three little fires oh, started like the dogs burnt out that's what he thinks happened because he <laughs> never saw his dogs he couldn't find his dogs he never saw his dogs after that night that they ran after the orb he legit thinks that those three piles of ashes are his three dogs and whatever came just evaporated them disintegrated them into three piles of ashes so those are all the you know um oh they also mentioned that there were creatures that would come at night yes and they were like these figures entities beings they don't know what they were but they would walk around the property and be like calling to them in like a language they don't understand which weirds me out because of that other documentary we watched about the missing 411 hunted and that recording that those that the recording that yeah that group of guys got of those weird voices talking in weird yeah. languages i don't like that either and, uh, is it a video of like the translucent like thing yeah that yeah yeah the video of the translucent thing that's another good documentary um missing 411 hunted on it's on amazon prime and hulu it's on, it's on hulu okay it's on amazon prime yeah, there's, there's two of the missing 411 documentary yeah one of them is just uh missing 411 but then the other one is or 411 i don't know what the other one's hunted yeah. because the there's hunted, so the hunted the hunted hunted and what's and that one it's like super eerie because it you know eventually yeah, goes that one creeps me out yeah because these people literally just like completely disappear and right. we don't have any idea at all and there's like a lot of them yeah yeah and that one's just a little bit more eerie because yeah. of weird things that we're seeing and yeah it veers off pretty like into that pretty crazy direction towards the end got some weird stuff in the woods yeah. That one was really good. Um, so, uh, basically, weird stuff has gone down at this ranch, and people are saying that it's skinwalkers. Now, apparently, and I don't, I don't know the history very well. I haven't read very much, but the the YouTuber that was talking about it, he was saying that. Well, and in the documentary, they mentioned the Navajo and the Ute Indian tribe, you know, and that they had some beef and the lands got cursed somehow. And what the documentary or the YouTuber tried to explain was like a skinwalker is some kind of shaman that wears animal pelts and does some kind of shaman type magic ritualistic stuff i don't know but then they end up being these like superhuman super powered beings type of thing that are just super powerful skidwalkers <laughs> i don't know go look it up um but the documentary doesn't really talk about all that eerie stuff because you know this astrophysicist guy he's down to find out what is going down on this ranch 
Yeah. So, what's one of the first experiments you remember them doing? Um, I'm trying to think what the first one is. I remember, like, the weather balloon one the best. Oh. And then... Okay, yeah. Do you remember what they did with the weather balloon? I don't remember what they were trying to do exactly. So, what? Like, they were trying to get some kind of measurement, but I can't remember how they were trying to, like, they put a GPS on it, and they were, like, trying to see if it would, like, stop working once it got to a certain point. Isn't that what they were doing? No, they weren't trying to test to see if it would stop working, but it did stop okay. working. Yeah. So, so one thing that they or did it where, like, in the area they thought that would happen, I thought. Like, they weren't surprised that that happened. So here's why they weren't surprised. Because one thing that they kept seeing that was a constant on the property was high levels of radiation. But what wasn't constant about this radiation was some days they couldn't get a radiation reading. And some days the radiation might be super low. And other days, it was severely high and super dangerous to be, like... And I thought that was funny how they just, like, keep finding radiation all over this ranch and, like, nobody's trying to wear anything protective. Like, can you even protect like, against that? Yeah. Well, they say it's, like, dangerous levels, but it must, like, be a pretty, like, on the low end of dangerous if they're not wearing anything. It's just wild. It's just like, let's see what's in here! Yeah, which... And then he supposedly had, like, burns on his face and stuff, like... Which, like, they were there. He did have burns on his face, but... Yeah, which the one guy, the astrophysicist... What's his name? Trevor? Uh, Travis? Travis, Travis, Travis Taylor. Travis. I'm like, is it Trevor, Travis, or Trailer? Trailer? <laughs> ah! That's what I'm saying! Like, is it Trevor, Travis, or Taylor? All right, it's Travis Taylor. One of... It's two of the T's. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so this guy is with this other guy. I can't remember what that guy's like specialty is on the ranch, but he's with this other guy that's there researching. Oh. Mm -hmm. And the Travis guy is with this other guy and they're testing some radiation levels in this area. Uh, I believe it's called. Um, Homestead 2, because a lot of stuff goes down at Homestead 2. And so they're over there and uh. Travis is like, well, I want to lift up this thing. I want to see what's down here. And the other guy's like, wait, now wait a minute before you touch anything. He's like trying to say like, you know, I'm getting some radiation levels here. Like, don't touch anything. But Travis is like, nah, I'm good. And so Travis lifts up the lid and looks down there. And there's just like this like disgusting murky water and this horrible stench. And he's like trying to figure out like, what is this? Like, is this an underground tunnel thing? Like, can we go down here? Like, what's going on? And then he puts the lid back down. And you notice on the camera angle as he's doing that, that you can already see this red patch on his hand forming, but they don't ever point that out. But you can see it in the, in, in the episode, in the documentary, when he picks it up. And they go back to the truck. And he notices that there's red spots appearing on his hands. And they're like, what is it called? An osometer? I don't know. They pull out the whatever thingy. Dosometer? Dosometer? Dos dosometer? I, I don't know. I don't know. They pull out whatever thingy tests the radiation, right? And they pull that out and they're like, seeing. Because 
they're all supposed to have one on them because they were trying to, you know, be able to tell if they were exposed and whatnot. And so they check those when they get back after they've been exposed already. And, <laughs> and it's like reading that they've been exposed to a very high level of radiation. And so like, uh -oh. <laughs> I start noticing, too, that like in the where it shows Travis talking frames, I start seeing that he's got red patches on his face. And so it That's weird. So it turns out that he did get exposed to radiation when he picked up that thing. He went to the doctor and they're like, yeah, you got exposed to radiation. Like, this is messed up. What is even more crazy is we don't find out until the last episode of the season. <laughs> Travis had to get surgery done from the radiation he was exposed to. Yeah, on his finger. Yeah. On the, on the hand that he grabbed the thing with. Yes! Yeah. His finger <laughs> starts having... Okay, his finger starts having like a what was the a bone splinter or something? I don't know. There yeah. was a mass. I can't what he said. And they remove a cyst from his finger because his finger is just like I this is what I don't understand. Like there's so much radiation apparently at certain points in time on this ranch and they're just still walking around without any sort of protection. I don't know if I don't know what the protection is for radiation, but you know uh, No, that doesn't look cool. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> We're on TV, okay, I have an image to maintain. Yeah, but it's just the radiation burnt astrophysicist. Like you hear about like wearing like what is it? Like hazmat suits or whatever. I don't know. I'm like they're going to get hurt. <laughs> He's like they won't be able to see my face. And it's funny too cuz the security guy, they call him Dragon dragon the security guy is just having a fit like through this whole documentary because he's very concerned for the safety of the team the team the team he's concerned he's always at the meetings to express his concern of the digging yes he... even after he agrees to it he's like no let's be careful guys like man this guy needed to watch an episode of or watch the movie holes he's just oh, yeah. <laughs> he's too scared about digging man but he he just has this thing about They're just digging for the sake of digging. Okay, so the reason why he's suspicious of the digging is because the Shermans uh, were building a fence for their cattle, and they claim that after they started building the fence for their cattle, you know, taking the machine to like pound the stakes or whatever into the ground, that's when stuff started going like super haywire. Is after they started digging. And then the one guy on the team, after he was digging, his scalp started separating from his head in this weird mass, and they can't explain it. And then they started digging a little bit. They, they finally calmed Dragon down, and they're like, you know what? We've done some, like, scans into the earth, whatever they do, and they find out that there's, like, this big mass underground. But it could just be, like, some big stones. And so they drill down like 15 feet and they're hitting the stone and the drill bit has to stop, you know, the people stop it because it's going to break their drill, their whatever. Yeah, and, this is too hard. Yeah, and so they find like nothing and there's no radiation that day. Yeah. And, you know, they don't know. So it's such a letdown. <laughs> so then certain days that they're coming out there to test with certain equipment, 
weird stuff happens to their equipment. The batteries in their cell phones completely drain. Some of the equipment that they're trying to use, the battery of the equipment just drains or drains to like a quarter full. Like what? There's like some electromagnetic thingy going on here. Um, yeah. But all they can, all they have tangible data of in the end is the radiation levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that composite that the guy had at the end of all the energy levels over the summer. Yeah. At was, the- yeah, that was probably the craziest thing that like was like you know something physical like i guess you know right so getting for them to show yeah yeah getting <laughs> back to the weather balloon. like oh we did this and it was weird like but yeah yeah that's right you were talking about the weather balloon so what they were doing with the weather balloon was they okay when they first wanted to test for some radiation levels and stuff they went to like certain areas where they have heard accounts of weird things happening and they went there specifically to test the radiation so outside home outside homestead too they tested high radiation and they just went along the whole property and they mapped out these areas where there was tons of radiation on whenever they could get the radiation levels because the radiation levels just disappear for some reason and they send up this weather balloon because so they find out there's all this radiation they want to know where it's coming from. Is it coming from underground? Is it coming from the up above? They don't know. So they send up this weather balloon and it's got a GPS on it so they can track it exactly where it goes so they know where the radiation levels are. And they send it up there with the radiation level reader thingy that I don't know what it's called. And so they send it up there and they get like three pings off of this thing and then they can't find it anymore. And they can't, and the weather balloon guy's like, well, this is crazy because I've sent these weather balloons up into like crazy thunder and lightning storms, you name it. And I've like logged it thousands of feet up in the air. And why is, why, why don't we know where this thing is? It only had like three pings. It only went 5,000 feet. 500 feet up into the air and i they measured that based on like what sea level they're at and whatever i don't know but it only went that high up into the air and they only got radiation levels up that far and then like five thousand above sea level and they're like two thousand something above sea level so it went up like two thousand something feet okay okay yeah so but that's all they could get because then, I guess, like all the other equipment on this ranch, the GPS just, like, stopped working at that height. Which they weren't surprised. They're like, well, this happens all the time here. Whatever this radiation thing is, happens all the time. And they're out there, <coughs> you know, and one day they see a UFO. And they capture it. And it goes from, like, here to hear in like a split second and like this astrophysicist guy he's got it all measured out like the mass of it and how fast it would have had to go to move that fast through the sky based on like whatever i don't know it's a ufo it's freaky like we don't know what it is um and one day they're out there and a helicopter flies overhead 
and they have no idea who it is. They can't track it at all. They turned off their whatever thingy, so you don't even know who they are. So then they think they're being watched. Pretty fun show. Yeah, the last episode. Let's do it. They show that. What was? What did you call it again? <clears throat> um, oh, the composite. Is that what it was? Yeah, I don't know. It's like some kind of graph that shows all shows the area where they got all the radiation levels. And they did, like, a ton of tests and research about that. And so, like, it even shows this one area where, like, the radiation light beams or whatever are going up in this angle to this one spot in the sky. And so, at the end of all this, they're trying to figure out, you know, I guess season two we'll have to watch. But they're trying to take all this information and further find out what is like they're trying to get to the bottom of what is causing this radiation they really want to know and they even bring in um some things to try and figure out what's up with the cattle mutilations <laughs> were they alpacas or llamas oh yeah the alpacas yeah yeah they brought in the alpacas <laughs> they were like let's just see what happens if we bring in some alpacas and then the alpaca gets attacked yeah, their theory behind it was... I was like, I don't like this. They were like, let's bring in some more animals and see what happens. <laughs> their theory was so sad. Oh, what a surprise. It's... It got attacked, poor thing. <laughs> it's really sad. It's, like, kind of sad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't like, know... You probably should have just not brought in the alpacas. I don't know how they got away but... with it, but... I didn't really prove much to me other than, like, oh, so not just cows get attacked, I guess. So their theory behind it was, since there have been so many cattle mutilations of cows, they... Let's see how this thing feels about alpacas. Yeah, they thought that bringing some type of exotic animal to the ranch would trigger whatever entities are out there into attacking them, basically. They didn't say that they, like, wanted yeah, to get them attacked, but that's clearly on. what they were doing, and that's kind of messed up. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they got away with doing that, but whatever. So they uh. they bring these adorable, loving alpacas out there, and one, one day, during daylight, there's a video from someone's trailer. It's a very odd angle. It's horrible footage. You you can't even tell what's going on. Because apparently they said that the other camera that's more towards the area, it went out. And I don't know if they're making that up, but I do know that stuff goes out on this ranch. So I'm not surprised, apparently. Yeah. And so the alpacas are in the pen and they just, uh, there's uh, an anthropologist apologist lady yeah. and her husband they kind of just like uh I, they're the caretakers yeah they're yeah they just uh vibe out there taking care of the cows and other stuff on the ranch whatever and she hears this horrible wailing and it's the alpacas they're under attack and she claims that her and her husband, these caretakers, they run out there and they see some kind of pack of wolf-like creatures. Okay, this is broad daylight. She's an anthropologist. I don't know what she saw. She doesn't know what she saw. 
but they're saying they're wolf-like or coyote-like creatures, and I I have no clue. They were saying it looked like dogs, and that one of them was like bigger than the rest. And wasn't that the one that wouldn't let go of like the alpaca when they came out? Like that's what's so insane. That's what the, this is what I don't get is when yeah. people see these dog-like creatures and because she she did say she didn't know what it was you're right yeah she said dog-like and that it wasn't a wolf yeah they're like i think they're i can't remember what they said they said like something about how it looked like a really big dog they're like or maybe a wolf but like but they're never quite sure what they are and that's so interesting to me and in the moment these people like so she runs over there and they're like clubbing this animal with like i don't know sticks or something i don't know what they use they just beat it with something to get it off the alpaca i don't remember what they said they used it was like wood or something i think i don't remember because they they didn't shoot at it or anything but they started like clubbing it and i'm like i guess that like survival instinct just kicks in for people for humans and so they just don't really remember what they saw if that makes sense because she can't explain what she saw just that it was a dog-like creature and they were latched onto the alpaca and the alpaca is he gets he gets kind of ripped up but he good a vet comes out and patches him up he good this is so sad he looked all hurt it's super sad but this again this lady doesn't understand what she saw yeah and i find that so interesting because that really does mean that whatever attacked them is very unexplained because if you see a wolf attacking an alpaca you're gonna know it's a wolf if you see a coyote attacking your alpaca you're gonna know it's a coyote if you see a dog you're gonna know that it's a dog but if it's a dog-like creature it's like did it have weird long limbs? Like, were the limbs longer than normal? Did they have, like, weird big paws? Like, were they more, was it a humanoid-looking dog creature? Like, that's what I don't get. It's very eerie. And the footage is, like, really bad. You really can't even see what grabs the alpaca. You can, like, circulate it, like, more pixelated. So you, like, can't even see it. Yeah. So... That's really weird to me. I don't understand it. But then they decided to move the alpacas to like a better fenced in area. And then they I thought they'd be okay. And it's not very fenced in area. Yeah, so they put him in a attack. Basically they move the bait to a better protected area and nothing really happens with them ever again in season one. Um they do bring a lady out after they they find that one of the cows died. Yeah. And near the cow, the cow is full of radiation, and near the cow is full of radiation. And then shortly after that is when they see the UFO in the sky. And they're trying to connect, like, was that UFO connected to the cow and the radiation? Like, did it come down and zap the cow, basically? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Like, that's just no one knows what the heck is going on here. And it's very interesting because, you know, you watch, like, documentaries that are, like, 
Well, I believe in skinwalkers. I heard all these stories. But these scientists are actually on the ranch and they're doing these tests and they can't explain what's going on. Like, they can't explain it. They don't know. They have no idea. And, like, the astrophysicist guy, Travis, he said, you know, like, when I was coming out here, I, I didn't believe anything people were saying, you know? Like, basically, he's all about, like, hardcore science. Aliens. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whatever. <laughs> he gets out there, and he can't explain anything. But, so, they find this dead cow, and then they find the rest of the herd over on the other side of the property yeah. property like as far up against the other side of the property fence as they can be grazing like they're just not having this dead cow and its radiation animals. what these poor animals being <laughs> terrorized let's just like let's bring some more <laughs> it's messed up and so they find this drop dropped dead cow they have someone come out he does an autopsy of the cow or whatever you call it he finds out the cow probably died of stress-induced pneumonia because the cow had pneumonia in its lungs and then some stressful event happened and the cow croaked um like the cow being sick and not being able to move with the rest of the cows to the other side of the property yeah very sad it's, it's sad. so sad but then they bring out this cow. yeah they bring <laughs> rip cow they bring out this lady who has been a reporter of cattle mutilations for years and so she's seen a lot of cattle mutilations up close firsthand she's got the scoop because she's a reporter and so she sees she they have her come out because they want to ask her about this cow you know because it's not mutilated this cow's not mutilated it just dropped dead and she's like this is very strange and she also goes over to talk to the caretaker by the alpacas and is saying you know like well your alpaca you know clearly it's been attacked and we just don't understand it the, the the reporter basically speculates that whatever's coming could possibly coming from above that's all she says that's all she says because of all the cattle mutilations she's seen so far and stuff like that she hints that it could be coming from above the lady you know just kind of hints that something came from the sky but she's seen lots of cattle mutilations um yeah, basically, they they can't explain what came and attacked the alpaca. They don't seem too worried about it. I think it's weird that they said it was a dog-like creature and no one knows what the heck's going on still. Um, They were trying to explore this one cave and that's where everybody's batteries just drained off their phones. Um, Travis was standing and all of a sudden got this over overwhelming feeling of nausea and just weird just weird supernatural things are going on on this ranch and they're trying to get down to the bottom of it uh it's also weird twice two guys phones or maybe it's the same guy i don't remember but their phones start acting up and they like lose control of their phones like they're just like opening and closing tabs and like clicking and opening things and glitching out and taking pictures and then that's weird i don't like that like clearly to me there's some sort of electromagnetic force here that's able to mess with things and affect things and there's a lot of radiation and they don't know where it's coming from and on some days there's radiation and some days there's not. 
and that's very strange because you know like chernobyl that place is full of radiation and it's a constant there isn't a constant here and that's weird so like you were saying the composite that actually shows the data that they have the actual data that they have is probably the most interesting thing that they come up with over the whole summer what that that's like the most interesting thing they come up with over the whole summer but i mean like it is interesting to look at it's just like some of the other stuff it's like they're just kind of running around being like oh my gosh man holy cow look at this like <laughs> holy cow look at this cow <laughs> Yeah, it is kind of like that. It's, it's it's entertaining though, at least. It's, it's kind of fun. fun. It's like ghost adventures, but like <laughs> some actual <Yeah>. evidence. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like ghost adventures more. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I think that ghost adventures they have a lot of actual yeah. evidence of voice recordings and things like that. Uh, so just... I won't say that, but um, uh, it's yeah. just it, it. It was just it was nice that. It wasn't a documentary of people just running around being like, huh, this is weird. Because they actually had evidence yeah, they, of things. They had stuff. Well, they had stuff they were trying to do. So yeah. Like, and when the guy. They have money. So they're going to be like, let's bring in drones and drills and. Yeah. And the... whatever else he'll let us bring in. They had the guy come out and actually identify how the cow passed. Like. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. And they had the guy come fix up the alpaca. Oh. Yeah. The alpaca was alive though when we last saw it. So. Yeah. So season two, I didn't know there was like already a season two out, but I saw that it's up on the History Channel, I guess. So <laughs> I I want to watch History. season two now, and see like what, where they're gonna go from here because the very last episode they brought the the composite of the energy images and whatever that they took. I don't know if they took images, whatever they did, but this guy made a composite of it. Like he did a, a thing, a thingy. He took the data and put it in this graph we could visually see. And he showed Brandon, who's funding the whole project. And they've decided that they want to pursue figuring out exactly where it's coming from. So I assume season two will involve more experiments on trying to get that data. And I really hope there is no more alpacas getting eaten. Um, but it would be nice if they could try and capture some kind of reading of one of these entities. It'd be very interesting to see if, like, they catch one on film or, like, an orb or, like, I don't know. There was one night. I'll leave this for the end. Or, I mean, I'll give you this now here at the end. Travis is in his trailer. And hears like a weird noise outside like i think he described it as like a weird humming or a vibrating sound i think that's what he said and his the dog that's staying the dog that is staying at the trailer with him it might be his dog i don't remember but the dog runs off into the distance after it and he can't figure out what it is but then he reads like some some levels on something i can't remember if i think it was like some sound levels or like another thing of like radiation levels but something happened during the time that he heard a weird sound outside of his trailer and I, you know i just really hope that they get some answers 
as to what could possibly be going on here with the cattle mutilations because you know even if it is just a pack of dog-like creatures or a pack of wolves or whatever you know it'd be curious to know where they're where they live where they live because this ranch is just out in the middle of like nowhere is there a forest behind them like where like i don't understand they can't explain it so thanks for listening guys um i guess next time we'll be talking about something else mysterious maybe american <laughs> horror story uh double feature maybe maybe if we've seen the episode by then the the last episode of red tide but yeah i encourage you to watch this the secret of skinwalker ranch documentary just it's fun to watch it's entertaining it's also interesting to see the, the scientific data that they find on the ranch and kind of you know make yourself question what the heck's going on here um definitely look into the past of the ranch more i, I kind of want to before i watch season two because it's just weird these accounts of ufos and entities that no one can explain see you later Thanks for listening. <laughs>